Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast The Road to Save Planet. Today we have Kai with us. She is the founder of Carbon Tag. She is trying to change the way fashion industry think about efficiency and sustainability. Hello Kai, welcome to the show. Hey Rohini, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So Kai, can you give me a little bit of introduction about your background and how you started your journey? Yes, of course. So um, currently I'm the founder of Carbon Tag, a small team of dedicated sustainability professionals advising clients on sustainability practices and net zero pathway and incorporating all those different strategies into their daily operation to help them reduce their overall carbon emission and reach the net zero goal by either 2030 or 2050. So I come from the background of data science. and i entered the sustainability field about 2 years ago and it was a really unique opportunity that got me into look more into sustainability and understand what is the major thing happening in the industry so it all starts from a fashion knowledge hackathon in detroit so that was an opportunity that i was introduced to the huge waste problems in the fashion industry and the pollution and the emission of the entire industry and as a like avid shopper and fashion lover i felt a lot of guilt for contributing to the problem and i have been abstaining from fast fashion for the past 2 years and very proud of myself so currently i don't own many clothing on my wardrobe a majority of my clothing are shopped from either charity stores or thrifted or from brands that i truly value is quality than the style so that's a brief history of for me that's a very amazing intro so you mentioned carbon tag yes started a new company right so what is the goal what are you trying to achieve with carbon tag so that's a really great question thanks for asking so ultimately carbon tag's goal is to bring transparency and knowledge of any products environmental impact to the consumer on the market so let's say that you go shop for a piece of dress for an event or just for casual wear and what kind of fabric are we talking about and what how sustainable it is like as a millennial and gen z shopper those are the things that people pay attention to and care about however there is no transparency or info information on that regard at all the most of things you can see on the market such as H&M their conscious choice line is they say on the label that this product is made from 50% recycled polyester and sometimes it means that label itself is recycled not as a clothing and even if the clothing itself is made out of 50% recycled polyester when you look into the real environmental impact there is no difference so like a lot of us are just getting greenwashed by those brands making claims that's just not true and the initial thought of carbon tag is to bring and empower people with this knowledge to be with them whenever they make a decision clothes they're going to buy So it started out with as a carbon emission calculator for consumer fashion products. That sounds so fact actually. You mentioned greenwashed the problem I keep hearing about. So when I'm buying a dress, let's say, how do I know from where it is coming? What are the materials used? 
how does the calculator work? So a lot of people don't think about this, but every time one go buy anything from the mall, from the market, there is an entire supply chain behind it to support all of the harvesting, manufacturing, transportation, packaging, and all of that. So there is a concept called digital product passport, which is essentially a digital ID for the product from its raw material collection to the point of purchase. So imagine all the processes in the supply chain that involves different suppliers in the process to make all of that. So there is really a lack of data infrastructure to enable that. So there is a lot of startups and tech like technology providers trying to build that infrastructure to have that data pipeline and data warehousing in place for this data to be accurately reflected and storage somewhere. So once you have those data, then you know, oh, this organic cotton dress is made in India and it is dyed in this specific fabric and then it was then transported to another factory to be cut into different patterns and then sold and then transported to different locations. And with those information, you can understand, okay, so from cotton harvesting, from cotton growing to harvesting, what is the energy consumption that goes into it? So that takes irrigation and chemicals, fertilizers that were used. And in terms of organic cotton production, there's no like industrial fertilizers that were in place. So that's how people will know from those little steps, what is the greenhouse emission? What is the electricity used? What is the chemical and what is the labor goes into that? So there is a lot of aspects to it and it requires data infrastructure and a lot of people's efforts to make it happen. Okay, you guys are trying to create more transparency in the process. Yeah, it is a big problem. A lot of people are tackling the transparency problem and traceability problem from different angles. And in order for us, Carbon Tech, to provide the most accurate result, we rely on those data infrastructure and traceability. Okay, so what are the steps any company can take to achieve sustainability in fashion industry? What do you think? That is a really great question. So it depends. I would say it depends on the company. So like think about it. There are fashion brands that don't have direct control over their suppliers, which means that they don't produce their own fabric. They don't grow their own materials and they just outsource it to their suppliers. And their suppliers have suppliers. So those are like each different tiers of suppliers. So it really depends like where your position is in the supply chain. But I would say like from a brand perspective, really pay attention to the sourcing, like who are you buying your raw ingredients or products from? And are they responsible? Or do they have different certifications to show that they are paying fair wage to their workers if they are combined with those different sustainability certification processes? So from a like a buying and procurement standpoint, that's one thing you can look at. And the other thing is... Um, like after the product is being purchased by customers, how do you incorporate circularity and how do you encourage your customers to recycle those clothing? Like even make it into a program, like take it back or offer repair alteration services to your customer to prolong the lifetime use of that product. And also the other thing is like about packaging, like packaging 
in the fashion industry is such a huge problem. All the clothing we purchased from the rack, they were previously folded and storaged mostly in a plastic bag for reasons like it's moisture resistant and it just protects the garment from getting stained out or moist or dirt or any other things that could happen during transportation. And the amount of plastic waste in packaging is shocking. Like think about how can they replace those plastic packaging with bio-based materials and having really strict recycling processes in the daily operation to limit the environmental waste from that perspective. So there are a lot of things an organization can do to make their efforts and contribute to the more sustainable future. Yeah. But if you see the population is huge and with the current generation, we are buying a lot of clothes. The fashion is changing. We are generating a lot of manufacturing. So do you think we can achieve sustainability, like creating an impact in that area? Yeah, you point a very valuable point about the population. <laughs> like I often talk about this issue with my friends, with my colleagues and at the end of the day, all the crises, all the challenges we face as human beings comes down to the population problem. So if we have half as many people or on the planet, all the problems will disappear by themselves. It's like if there isn't as much people, we couldn't possibly do that much damage to the planet. That's the point. But on the other side, how do we as a society, as a civilization, collectively to balance the needs of human beings and the environment we rely on? So how do we satisfy all the people living on the planet, having them providing shelters for them, providing clothing, providing food, providing entertainment, technology, yeah. all of that to them, while not, at the same time, not exploiting the environment we rely on, not destroying the future of our future generations. That is a very, very challenging problem. And I do have the positive outlook for the future that if we all realize how challenging and how big this problem is and all willing to sit down together and figure out a solution and many solutions, like community-based, region-based, creative one, creative solutions to solve this, I do believe that we can revert the trajectory we're currently on, which leads to a climate disaster and being in harmony with the environment and reach sustainability. Yeah, I think the concept of minimalistic lifestyle is we are going back. I hope we'll achieve it. So there is a concept called repeat the dress in the fashion industry, right? Especially for celebrities, repeating the dress is a big thing. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that concept? Does it need to be encouraged or is it okay to wear one dress one time for that Oscar awards? What do you think about so, it? So uh, it's really, I feel like, like I'm really detached from how celebrities present themselves on social medias. I'm not a big influential figure like those celebrities walk on red carpets every day and they take pride in presenting themselves in different designs and only wear one gong once. And it is kind of, I would say, ironic to see a celebrity being recognized. Oh, he or she is out of sudden the sustainability queen or king for wearing the same thing twice which is like think of ordinary people who wear the same clothes twice 
like most of people don't have the luxury to afford a extra wagon lifestyle like that. And if everybody lived like celebrities, the problem is even is only going to get bigger. Like, like why do we even praise celebrities for wearing the very expensively made and energy intensive, beautiful nightgown for only once? Like, it should be a norm. And most of the celebrities and like social influencers, they do things for like different motivations behind. Like, maybe they're. Clothing are sponsored by a different brand or designer, and they are doing that for marketing purposes and for getting exposure, for getting impression, for getting money. And majority of the ordinary people don't do that for that purposes. They use their clothes for functional use and style expression of their personal style. I feel like that should be the norm. That should be how we view and value our belongings. So when you are reaching the clients in fashion industry at Carbon Tag, what kind of problems you see? What kind of problems you try to solve? So I would say the biggest problem is they don't know. Like where to start, or they don't know. I put in another word, like they don't, they aren't sure what is the what is the benefit for them as an organization to implement those sustainability initiatives. So there are companies that are doing sustainability and for purposes such as enhancing their brand image、mm-hmm. or appealing to investors. So currently, some of the investment organizations put emphasize on the environmental and social governance of the company before they invest fund in in and that's one of the motivation that they do it. And some others are doing it for like cost reduction and employee satisfaction. For those are like for companies who have like very strong external motivations to do so. And there are other organizations. I would say majority of the organizations are not very sure. So why will we do it? What is the return on investment? I would say what is the shark bite problem? This solution can help them solve. Like which I agree that it is hard for them to see at the moment. Like from a long. From a future standpoint, from a long-lasting and building resistance to the company standpoint, incorporating sustainability is the thing that will help them thrive in the future and resist to the unexpected regulation change, such as the French government's new regulation, fashion brands to make them release the environmental impact of the garment at the time of purchase if they sell in France for over. Certain amount of pieces per year. So all of that goes into the leader's commitment and long-term vision of the organization. I would say more business leaders should give more thoughts and put that as part of the financial budget, that as part of the future vision and strategy for the organization. That sounds like a plan, but like you mentioned, fashion experts might not be aware of the steps to take. For sustainability and changing their regular behaviors is way complicated than we think. You know, it's easy to buy from this. It's easy to use this fabric. Changing those habits 
is much more complicated than we think, isn't it? Yes, that's very true. Like changing behavior on the individual level is really hard. Like multiply that on the organization level, it is hard. And it requires discipline and a framework to hold the team and hold the organization accountable. Like how do we set measurable and attainable targets? And how do we communicate the progress we have been making? towards that goal and how we encourage more people to be part of the change so those are all like part of the that need to be put into the the thinking process when you start with any like sustainability initiatives in your organization so guy i read an article about star steps Actually, I come across it when you mentioned about the United Nations goals and I started reading it. I loved it. Do you want to highlight that points for listeners from your article? Yes, of course. So this article is a blog post that I wrote for Fashion Capital. Fashion Capital is a social enterprise that provides fashion educational courses and manufacturing clothing inside of the United Kingdom. And the essential goal for this article is giving a baseline guidance for individuals who wanted to live more responsibly and sustainably. And it goes towards the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal 12, which is responsible consumption and production. So I call it STAR because of the four steps in, inside of it. So the S stands for style. So I recommend when you are going to purchase a new article clothing for yourself, think about the style that you wanted to choose instead of trend. So look into yourself, look into the wardrobe you already have, look into the clothing you already have in your wardrobe and think about how this style will fit into your life, into your professional life and serve other purposes in your leisure time. I encourage people to regularly review the closings you already have in the wardrobe and actively consider and purchasing closings that will fit in into your current style and your way of living instead of making purchases by impulse. And I would say chase style and develop your style instead of trends. And T stands for teach yourself about sustainability. Define what sustainability means to you. It could be choosing more natural fabric over synthetic fabric. It could be choosing indie designers over looks that were mass produced, which most of the time entails a great amount of overstocks that were that will be sent to landfill or incinerated. And A stands for advocate. And advocating sustainability as an individual, like talk about it with your family and friends and define and communicate what it means to you and what are the daily practices or habits you have developed as an individual to help in that movement, in that process to reduce consumption and reduce waste. And the last part, R, stands for reuse, 
repurpose, and recycle. So there is always a enough life for any product we use. And at the end of it, what are the ways that we can give it another purpose? Maybe you could transfer it into a pillowcase with a previous fabric, or maybe you can donate it to a charity and someone else may find it helpful in their personal life. Or you can even have it tailored or altered for a new, completely new look. There are so many other possibilities before you send them to landfill. So those are the four steps I call it start approach to live a sustainable fashion, to live a sustainable lifestyle. Actually, I like the R factor, reuse, repurpose, recycle. You know, I stress a lot about it in my articles. Maybe I like R for Rohini just for the sake of it. <laughs> so style when it comes to style take it like a school teenage girls or a party with among our colleagues we always stress about style right are we up to the point that is the reason we are buying clothes keep buying stocking them keep changing them so what do you say for people who is stressing about style who thinks they have to buy a lot of clothes to be up to date so i would say that be creative like you really don't need to buy more new clothing to come up with like creative looks for your outfit of the day so i believe there are statistics saying that you can buy like only one new piece per quarter and with the existing clothing that you already have in the wardrobe you can make like i believe like with 20 like single pieces you have you can make about a hundred different looks just based on different combinations so be creative and think about how different things can go together and match together those will I believe like exploring that way and will definitely make a difference to minimize the amount of the impact you have to the environment. Awesome. As you come from technical background as well, how are you planning to use technology at Carbon Tag to achieve sustainability? Yes, that's a very good question. So as a data scientist, I have always been constantly thinking about how can I use my knowledge to make some of those processes more, I would say, more automated and, and operate in scale. So currently, the majority amount of the work my team does is life cycle assessment, which is a very rigorous study in line with the international standardization organization's framework to evaluate a product or services environmental impact. So it involves four essential steps. So it starts with defining the target and the scope and then collecting all the inventory, such as energy consumption, water consumption, all of that goes into producing a specific product or deliver a specific service. The third part is calculating the impact within those scope and with the inventory data collected. And the last part is, is understanding and evaluating the final results. So far, to my knowledge, there is no like programs or algorithms or technology available on the market to do this in large scale with accuracy. So my future vision is that once there are enough 
case studies being done to on the LCA for different daily consumer products. There should be a way for us to train a machine learning algorithm to take in all those different attributes and learn the correlation and do this LCA in scale with very satisfactory accuracy. So this will really speed up the transparency process for the um, for the industry yeah definitely i really hope you will achieve that you came into the entrepreneurial journey at very young age so what is the message you give out to the girls out there who is hoping to start something on their own i would say just do it <laughs> so try it don't be afraid to fail so it is hard to like achieve anything in life you got to have a personal mission and don't be afraid to try different things and don't be afraid to be rejected and which is like a big part of being an entrepreneur and having belief in yourself just make and i would say those positive attitude and energy will automatically attract people who share similar visions who have the same passion around you and you can do great things when you are surrounded by a team of talented people who share the same mission and vision thank you so much kai i really wish you all the best at carbon tag thank you rohini thanks for having me it's um, been a pleasure talking with you pleasure is mine kai thank you so much